0: This is the Beyond Reasonable Doubt podcast from Mail Plus, and I'm Stephen Wright, the Daily Mail's senior crime writer. In this podcast, I'll be continuing my conversation with Marina Litvinenko, wife of the assassinated Alexander Litvinenko, who she called Sasha, and her marathon quest for justice following his brutal murder. Sasha was an operational officer who served in KGB military counterintelligence and was also a former officer of the Russian Federal Security Service, FSB, specialising in tackling organised crime. He and his family fled to London in 2000 when they claimed asylum after he made an outspoken statement against the Russian government. It was six years later, in November 2006, after a meeting in a central London hotel that Sasha fell ill and was hospitalised with a mystery illness which later was revealed to be a deadly poison polonium. A photo released of Litvinenko days before he died showed him lying in bed, balding, weak and unable to move. It was a picture which sent shockwaves around the world. His vital organs were being destroyed
1: in a sequential pattern. started with his liver and then was followed very rapidly by his kidneys and then his heart. We could see that we were losing the battle right in front of our eyes.
0: Before Sasha died from the fatal poison, he made a statement aimed at President Putin to the world.
1: After Sasha died and this statement was released, it was, I think, the most strongest message. Even
0: now. Can I read it? Yes, of course. Yeah. You may succeed in silencing one man, but the howl of protest from around the world will reverberate Mr. Putin in your ears for the rest of your life. Well, that was a message to the world, wasn't it? It was also... And something.
1: now it's still so actual it even now. It is,
0: yeah. Do you remember discussing that with him? when he was about to do it or or, or Uh, he he
1: was very weak and push him hard of course I couldn't I was just like thinking Sasha are you sure you have to do this but he was really strong he was weak physically but Mm. his soul was very strong and he said no again you need to know Sasha how he might be very soft from one side but sometimes you even don't try to discuss with him and this was exactly moment. He said, I will do it.
0: Marina, with her husband's words echoing in her ears, has fought for his memory and justice since his death. Many publications in Russia have suggested that the death of Alexander Litvinenko was connected to the former businessman and Russian government official Boris Berezovsky. In the UK, it was ruled that Andrei Lugovoy, a former bodyguard of a Russian ex-Prime Minister, turned Chief of Security for the Russian TV channel ORT, along with Dmitry Kovtun, a businessman and former KGB agent, should face criminal charges. Marina explains.
1: All journalists from both sides, here in Russia, immediately started to talk about Ant Lugovoy, and Kovtun, but police didn't blame them then. This is all started even before when it was officially pronounced Lugovoy suspect because Kovtun wasn't named as a suspect then. Yeah. And from Russia's side, it was uh, immediately saying it's all propaganda. It makes uh, Russian image worse. It's not true. It's completely untrue. And this was... One more uh, very interesting suggestion. Okay, I can't say who did say this. We can give it to you, Lugovoy and Kovtun. But in this case, you need to extradite Berezovsky to Russia. I mean, make it this exchange. It was so interesting. Even nobody officially say Lugovoy and Kovtun is suspect. Mm-hmm. But in Russia's side, they already tried to make this change. So I was exchange.
0: Some- in some deal, into no, yes, turn into a deal.
1: Yes, it looks yeah. like quite uh, suspicious for me because what I just mentioned before, if Sasha died before, Polonium would be discovered and they blamed anybody and they could build a very strong case against Berezovsky and what they tried to do. And uh, even more, if you check Russian authorities because mm. they have their own investigation, For what happened and they blame Berezovsky. they blame mi6 they blamed american security service and everything what about lugov fsb putin it's just nonsense
0: it's sort of almost like a game blaming everybody else i mean it was you know two men named publicly as your chief suspects for your husband's murder and extradition request goes to russia clearly that was never ever going to they exceeded to I think the law is that you can't extradite Russian nationals is that right? it's, it, it's not
1: yes it's not only it, as I said not law constitution rights mm. the name is constitution mm. and then in 2007 Putin was so angry when uh, he receives this question to mm. him in one meeting British want to extradite Lugovoy mm. just Lugovoy to UK and David Meliband mentioned if you have this Constitution was not allowed to extradite people committed this crime. Maybe mm-hmm. you need to do something with mm-hmm. this Constitution. Mm-hmm. And it made Putin very angry. He said, it's the British need to change their brain, he said. And it doesn't matter. We have a huge Constitution change last summer and nobody even discussed about this. But then, it was a lot of clash. Yes, no any extradition, no any cooperation nor even security service, any uh, contacts. Mm. I mean, it started building very cold relationship between Russia and UK.
0: And there's almost a sense that Putin didn't really care that people or the authorities here blamed him and the Russian state for orchestrating these murders. He didn't care. Despite the attitude of the Russian government, Marina continues to fight for justice But she now had to take matters into her own hands. I think that President Putin, if indeed he is responsible, must be held to account. What happened was absolutely appalling. And this report confirms what we've always believed and what the last Labour government believed at the time of this dreadful murder, which is it was state-sponsored action. Do you feel really let down by successive British governments who put money Uh, and political relations above justice?
1: You know, it's quite um, simple to say, because from what I was feeling in 2006, 2007, then what I did feel in 2011, 2013, it was a different feelings. And it looks like I was developing myself with understanding for what is happening. Because Mm. in 2007, I was just determined to take this case for justice and I just had a question, who killed my husband? And this was once. And then when it takes longer and I just later realize why. It was some explanation, like it's a politics. I could not understand what does it mean politics when Mm. in your own country somebody killed using radioactive material, not just Mm. the life of my husband, how many Mm. others' lives were in danger. Mm. And this I can't blame just simply one government or another government. But when it happened, it was Labor's. And Tony Blair resigned, and this Gordon Brown who took his place. And when he was in charge, he didn't have no any meeting with Putin. He just refused it. And it was it David Miliband who raised this question about Litvinenka case? Hmm. As soon as We did have coalition, government, Mm. and David Cameron became a prime minister. First what he did, he came to Russia, because he decided he would be able to settle all this problem and he will build this good relationship. I had call from William Hague to tell me it's going to be, but I should not worry about my husband case, everything Mm. would be okay, and it doesn't mean they will stop talking about Mm. this. Mm. But it was in 2011, and when Putin was a prime minister and Mm. Dmitry Medvedev was a president, but in this time, it was obvious Putin is coming back as a president. Mm. And not any chance to wait, Lugovoy would be extradited. Mm. We will have any support in Mm. Russia to investigate case Mm. of my husband. Mm. And this was exactly when I decided to go for inquest
0: took you nearly a decade, didn't it, to... Get yes, it was a inquiry. five
1: years, yes, it was mm. a five years when mm. I realized it's enough. Mm. I gave this chance to everybody yeah. to show their will, mm-hmm. to their ability, to their uh, power. In five years, I just decided to go to inquest.
0: Marina has been fighting for justice ever since her husband's death. And the case has been so far as the European Court of Human Rights which in September 2021 said the court found it established beyond reasonable doubt that the assassination had been carried out by Mr. Lugovoy and Mr. Kovtun. It added that the Russian government failed to provide any other satisfactory and convincing explanation of the events, nor did it carry out an effective domestic investigation aimed at identifying and punishing those responsible.
1: I felt it still be important to do what I did.
0: Do you continue to be an outspoken critic of Putin and the Russian state and what's happened? I mean, do you fear today for your safety? Do you look over your shoulder? Do you assume people are listening to your phone calls? How how how, how do you feel in, in London uh, now? Because You know, it's a long time since your husband was murdered. the Russians, I have to say here, they deny any involvement in your husband's murder, to state that. But uh, Lugovoy and Corfton deny any involvement in it. Uh, And Putin obviously denies any involvement he had in it. But do you feel at risk? Do you feel like your your privacy is always at risk because of who you are and what you say?
1: No, I don't feel any risk because I know I feel uh, I have my rights. You know, this is slightly different. I'm not a politician. I'm not representing any party. I'm not an activist. I'm not just because i against Russia. i am never said I'm against Russia. I'm Russian. I keep my Russian citizenship. And I do love Russia. And why I have so much support, because people realized I'm not anti-Russian. I'm anti-moments what people might do against another humans.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My husband was killed. It was proof who did it. Putin may be the longest duty president of Russia, but one day he will go on physically mm. or mm. he just resigned. We don't know. Mm. But Russia would be exist. Mm. And everything that happened, even negative, it will be in history of Russia. And mm. sometimes it would be important to change something for good, mm. to remember this. And I just believe what I do, I do completely right things. And this is not because it's against Russia, it's just because for what happened. And now what we say is uh, this side to prove mm-hmm. or to explain why it happened. And you know it's so interesting just for what happened to again with this aircraft, what Libyan terrorist mm-hmm. just made it. Mm-hmm. How many years ago? Mm. And now we have a truce, and we have a Libya government who mm. agreed to mm. extradite this person who 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 made it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's so important? If you're talking about Russia, they yeah. have a limited time for investigation, mm-hmm. but not in UK. It mm. doesn't matter when it might happen in another ten years, in another twenty years. But I believe this case would be completed.
0: So you have not given up on the possibility you may get justice one day?
1: Absolutely. Is this uh, when people ask me, what is next? Because you've got public inquiry, you've got a human rights court, but we did not have a proper trial and we just need it.
0: And your message to Putin, Marina, about that, what would you say to him directly about your husband's case and your determination to carry on?
1: I don't have my own words. You just already read it. Sasha told him, you can silence one person. And when he tried to silence Sasha, but he could not silence a lot of people now talking about him, about what he did to beautiful country Russia. And it's all his responsibility for what is happening to Russia now.
0: I want to thank you for coming in to talk to me about very sad, sad memories. 15 years ago. I can't believe it's so long ago. um... Uh,
1: Stephen, thank you very much. And it just gives me another proof. In 15 years, I still have interest. I still have support. And as long as I could be able to talk about this and as long as people are happy to hear it, I will do it.
0: You've been listening to me, Stephen Wright, in conversation with Marina Litvinenko, the wife of the assassinated Alexander Litvinenko, a Beyond Reasonable Doubt podcast for MailPlus. If you've enjoyed listening, please consider telling your friends about it. And if you'd like more on this and other stories, you can visit mailplus.co.uk forward slash subscribe to get access to all our podcasts, videos, opinion pieces and more including previous Beyond Reasonable Doubt episodes.